Join the Pop Life Podcast conversation. Follow us on Twitter at the Pop Life Podcast. Find us on iTunes at the Pop Life Podcast. Be sure to rate us, please. And find us on SoundCloud and share and like and subscribe. Thanks. Welcome to the Pop Life Podcast, coming to you from the Crosby Collective Studio. Starring your hosts, Jeffrey Sledge, Naima Cochran, and Sean Young. If it's top of mind in pop culture, it's up for discussion. Thank you for joining us this week. The Pop Life begins in three, two, one. Oh, oh sorry. Pop Life Podcast <laughs> is <laughs> October 2nd? Yes, the yes. second it's officially Libra season. We in here. We in here. Ears over. Boom, tomato, tomato. Why, yo, I, 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 was, I, I don't know where this Libra hate comes from. I don't remember this. And did this like the last year or two, it's just been crazy. Like I, I say Libra and people go ham. Because we just don't care. I don't think it's hate. We just don't it's care. Not hate. It's just like, you know what it is? We got good people. Y'all and Virgos do a lot. Y'all Virgos fall, do a lot. Y'all Virgos fall do babies lot. do a lot. Y'all yeah. really. Y'all fall babies do a, and I know I listen. I'm an Aries. Scorpios do a lot. Let's yeah. keep it true. I'm an Aries, and I know I can't talk, but y'all fall babies do a whole. Oh, it's a good lot. time of year. The weather's and nice. Also, there's just a. I am just realizing over the past <laughs> couple of years just how many of y'all motherfuckers. There That's are what I'm saying. Time. It's a lot. We got there's good so people, y'all. It's yeah, good September, people. October babies. Like y'all parents are getting it around Christmas. Yeah, around Christmas into the New Year. Oh exactly. man, we popped so out around. October, you know, you've got, got the, one of the biggest uh, Libras out right now. Congratulations to Usher Raymond. Not one of the biggest Libras out. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm saying that he's, he's he's definitely representing the season and he's, you know, got the uh, go-ahead to do the halftime, Super Bowl halftime this year, uh, next year rather. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Yeah, Well-deserved. Well got a new album coming out to us sometime soon. Um, uh, he's he's going to drop He's going to drop it on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, yeah, Super Bowl Sunday did a show uh, or two, I guess, in Paris. Um, so he's having a great... I like four. Maybe yeah, more. Maybe, yeah, maybe more. Yeah, so it, was a, it was a short residency run. Yeah, so he's having a great run. So, you know, peace to him for representing the Libras. Peace to Cardi B, Snoop Dogg, Jeezy, Wayne, Eminem, T.I., Teddy Riley, Jesse No one Jack- cares, B. Jesse Jackson and Teddy Riley and I share share a birthday. Um, so uh, yeah, we in here. But anyway, I'm gonna keep. Yeah, yeah. Sean's face. Sean's laughing like a monster right now. This nigga remembers the most random people. Like I said, Jesse Jackson knows what it is. Yo, we could be we could be taping, and this nigga will be like. Yo, I want to give a shout out. Happy birthday to Demar Wilson, who played Lamont on Sam. I'm like, nigga, what? How did you even know that his birthday is today? I've been knowing the random shit. Well, I, me and uh, Riggs, Riggs Morales, piece to him. We, we used to tease each other because we over uh, music. We both know the. Uh, I know all. I couldn't tell you any. Pretty much any label any artist was on, and I'm- when they and when their record dropped. This is kind of a it's a quirky quirky kind of thing. Is I mean, that an A and R thing? No, not at all. It's just a course. It's just me. I think it's just for me, just you know, being a kid and studying records and okay. reading the liner notes. And no, it's not an A and R thing at all. Actually, them think it's gonna be no shit. That's very uh, <laughs> yeah. It's just random, totally random. But anyway, here we are. Um, like I said, the year's over. Uh, yeah, the year's over. It's uh. It's it it like it, it went so fast. Yeah, it's weird. It's That's cool. how I start feeling about things now. Like time seems 
like it goes slowly and quickly. September, at the September was like they must have owed somebody some money. <laughs> September saw Wait. somebody come in the room and they ain't fuck with you. Like y'all got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. They I'm asked out. Who gonna be there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I September was out. like, I'll come early and help y'all set up, but I'm not. Yeah, gonna but I ain't gonna stay. I ain't gonna stay long. I gotta get I'll back to the house. Yeah, I got in the cups in there. I gotta get back to the house. You know. Um, I want to say, I think I've mentioned her before, but I want to say peace to Cleo Soul, um, who's a UK uh, R&B artist. I guess it's R&B uh, artist. Um, it's a phenomenal artist. She dropped two albums in a month, um, which is an old trick that nobody does anymore. Um, so her what was second... The, what was the old trick of it? It's well, I mean, just because like, people should drop albums really quickly and consistently. Right, like, right. you know, constant... I mean, not two in a month is, is extreme. It but I mean, people... Extreme. Yeah, but you know, but people used to just drop albums regularly. Now people True. wait years and stuff to drop records. So she dropped two albums in the thirty day period. Um, one called Heaven, and she just dropped another one last week called Gold, which is amazing. So I just want to say peace to her. I'm a huge fan of hers. She's like I've been be hearing a lot of people talk. I haven't listened to her She's yet. But I've been hearing a lot of people talk about her. She's phenomenal. She's got four four albums out. Um, uh, Rose in the Dark, Mother. Heaven and Gold, and all of them are amazing. She's produced by her man boyfriend uh, Inflow, who actually does some stuff with Adele too. So he's he's super dope. But I just wanted to say peace to them. Um, and I wanted uh, Nye to mention. Uh, I know you went to the Tony 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 show. I did. So I want you to mention Fantastic. that and how it was. So um, Ray and Dwayne and Tim Ray and Ray and him. <laughs> Ray, Dwayne, and Tim and them are uh, on tour together for the first time as the original and actual Tony, Tony, Tony for the first time in 25 years. Yep. Which is wild. Um, which is damn near the entirety of <laughs> to Tony, Tony, Tony's career. Yeah, yeah. Um, because Ray and Dwayne, the brothers of the group, famously fell out uh, for reasons I don't think they've ever technically specified. Um, but... The reason this tour is such a big deal, two reasons. For one, Dwayne's been touring as Tony, Tony, Tony for this whole time. So, mm-hmm. a lot with, of with a cousin was doing some leads, yeah. right? So a lot of fans are like, is it really them? Is Ray really going to show up? Is it for real? Blah, blah. Because he was touring as Tony, Tony, Tony when they announced this tour. So people were like, it's not real, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But um, secondly, because there are people going who like, like I, I had never seen the Tonys live. I haven't either. And I've seen Ray live plenty of times, but I'd never I never went to Dwayne's version of Tony 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 because I was like, no. Um, but I've been waiting to hear them perform some of this stuff like literally since high school, you know. So um it is a phone free tour. Yeah, I heard that. A you gotta put your tour. Malcolm was at the show, he, he, but I you didn't see him. He was at the show. Yeah, and see that that was the hard part. I missed mad people mm. because there was no texting like yo who's here whatever yeah yeah something about even not having your phone made you so in the moment i wasn't even really scanning the crowd like i usually would to be like yo who's here who do i see we also left before the encore so we missed some of the let out i saw a lot of people i knew coming in but we missed the let out but anyway they gave you this bag that they lock a mag put a magnetic lock on. They put your phone in before you go in, and then they unlock it on the way out. So going in was a bitch because there was a bottleneck. Um, but it really was great to look around the room, especially in a room as small as Radio City, and not see this. Yeah, 
it yeah. made a it actually made a big difference not only in your own experience but just in the whole aesthetic of it and i and i admit it like the first couple of songs in there were a couple of moments where i instinctively know i would have reached my phone just to get crowd shot mm-hmm. just just to get the crowd reaction and i'm glad that i didn't have my phone to do that so it's a great show they don't have an opener it's probably like a two four hour set uh two and some change hour set Mm. they have a 10 minute intermission in the middle ray has a solo set in there as well um i don't want to ruin it for anybody but even if you're a tony 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 day oneer like from the who album you getting all like i forgot songs i was like oh shit I Mm. i forgot this one i forgot that one just really well done. I enjoyed it a lot. Raphael looked like he was having a ball. Like he was having the time of his life. And you I know, whenever an artist looks like they're having a good time, it just makes for a better show. I got a Ray story. I'm gonna start trying to tell some stories. So Ray, they broke up. Yeah. And Ali Shahi Muhammad, I love him dearly. Um, he and Ray are apparently are obviously good friends. They did Lucy right. Pearl together. Lucy Pearl, yeah. And so I was like, yo, Ali, like a, this guy is solo he doesn't have a record deal and Ali was like nah he's talking about maybe doing a solo deal so Ali God bless him he brought Ray to my apartment <laughs> not even your Harlem. office your apartment my, my apartment in Harlem and right. God bless him and I didn't ask him to do this there wasn't really no parking so yeah. Ali stayed in the car so oh, Ray shit. came upstairs me and him sat in my crib mm-hmm. and we talked that's ill and I was, you know, I was like, you know, I think he had maybe done done just me and you from Boys in the Hood and yeah, he a couple of solo that. records and Ask of You from Poetic Justice. So he had done right. some solo things, but he had no deal. And this is, and so I went back to Jive all geeked up, like, yo, this guy's like free. Like, look at this dude. And I was with this dude. And people at Jive was like, you are bugging. So my very first thing at Columbia when I started at Columbia was the way I see it. Was, was, was that, that the, uh, the, the retro joint? Oh, the retro drink. So yeah. it wasn't the um, intimate, intimate, instant vintage. Not instant vintage. This yeah. was when he went back to the sixties. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would have caught it. I would have had the intimate, intimate vintage album. That would have been it. the album that we had. And these motherfuckers said, "You're tripping. yeah." My first was one like, was um, the way I see it. Peace to Sophia Chang. She was married. She mm, was yeah, she, she the managed him right time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he like writes a really cool dude. Like he's super very, cool. Very so was Dwayne actually? Dwayne is super like they regular Oakland niggas. They yeah, really cool. Just regular he's mm-hmm. Very chill. He he don't be on no real nah superstar rah rah shit. Nah, not at all. So it was just great. And you know, the, if you could tell that Ray and Dwayne, and if y'all go to Raphael's IG, he's posted like some rehearsal footage and some behind the scenes footage. Um, you could tell that him and Dwayne are happy to be on stage again together because even when you know Dwayne did his joints that he leads. Um, Raphael took a break while he was doing that. He was like, my big brother. Mm. You know, so I was just like, oh, it's man. And Tim was killing it. Like, I'm happy. I'm happy to be able to enjoy Tim and Dwayne's musicianship because, again, I've never seen them mm. live, mm. you know. Yeah, so, no, they, 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 they play for real. Like, yeah, you if you get a chance to go, I'm also going to the Oakland date in November. Oh, you got some Oakland tickets? That's gonna be bonkers. My uh, my friend Mookie, peace Mook, Mook copped them early. We talked about it. She went ahead and copped them when they announced it. We, I was like, yo, we should go to Oakland. Um, she went ahead and copped them. She told me, so I was like, oh, I'm going. So I'm gonna go to the Oakland. That's gonna be because they're that's, they that's have a whole Oakland tribute 
in the very beginning yeah. of, the, of the whole concert. Like it's gonna yeah, that's, that's, that's a homecoming. Yeah. So uh, today, uh, was Beyonce officially uh, NAMC officially announced the Renaissance movie of coming course. coming twelve one to all AMC theaters. Um, it's a great trailer. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah, quick turnaround. A great a trailer. Turnaround. But like Inka said uh, in another podcast, like the fact that they was using all these super beautiful cameras and stuff, they mm-hmm. had to be filming it for something. No, you know, I but, knew they were filming it, but you know, Beyonce's so meticulous. She's probably been she's probably editing the whole time. Editing the whole damn time. Yeah. 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 So twelve one is the first day. Um, I, I can't even imagine how insane those theaters are going to be. People <laughs> oh, are already is- buying tickets. Of course. Um, a friend of, of mine said she bought tickets for the second. And for her showing, there was only seven seats left in the that's back. That's wild. Yeah, I'm going to wait till that's been out like a week. Because I'm good. I don't, I don't even think a week is going <laughs> to matter now, honestly. Because people are going to be going multiple people gonna times. I might wait for it to come on streaming. I'm not going to front. I'm going to go see it. Okay. I want to see it because I want to see what... I want to see how well, they put, put together. together all that footage. Yeah, I want to yeah. see how she put it all together. I, I want to go in it. IMAX, and then I want to go to a party at somebody's house where they and like, watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do the streaming. I'll do the streaming party, Inka. I wonder. Okay. Um, I'll I do wonder the how they. Um, Once it comes to streaming, I'll do the streaming party. I hope they, and I'm sure they will. There's got to be. I'm assuming there's going to be some cool footage of. Um, the uh, Toya and Natalia and them at the at the Houston show and then kind of you know linking back up and it's gonna and I saw there was a clip online of Miss Tina and I think they said there was Beyonce too like in front of their old house and stuff in Houston so oh, that's dope yeah yeah, yeah it was like their yeah. old neighborhood and stuff so like I'm sure some of that'll be in it and you know it's gonna be it's gonna be some shit it's gonna make a that movie's gonna that's gonna be one of the few movies I think is gonna get people in the theaters. For sure. That yeah. color purple. Yeah. We're going to have like a good December. There's something else I can't remember that's coming yeah. out, but good black yeah, I'm going to be in there. Yeah. So since I'm in, I'm in the South now, since I'm a, a Southerner, I want to <laughs> <laughs> mention uh, the Waffle House strike. Pay so them the people. Waffle House, uh, which is basically, and I've always heard a rumor and I've, I've looked online and I can't find any, any um, confirmation of this rumor, but there's always been this rumor that the people from the guy from Waffle House, the guy from Denny's, and the guy from IHOP, there was a pact that they all made. Whereas, like I Waffle House, you can you got the Southeast, Denny's, you got the West Coast, and IHOP, you get the Northeast, and so that's why you don't see Waffle Houses in other areas. And you don't see many. You see a couple, but not a lot of the other ones in these areas because if we have some Denny's in the Northeast, and we had a few, but but it was way more IHOPs in the Northeast. True, true. Way more, and so you'll see a few, but there's. I heard they made a pact that none of them will ever try to really encroach on each other's territory, kind of like a takeover. It's like you got that, you got that, you got that, and we'll all live. I don't know how true that is, but anyway. The Waffle House, which last year um, I looked up, grossed $4.6 billion um, mm-hmm. in revenue. Their workers are, are on uh, strike now, and they want to raise they've their... They've been on strike. Let me just say, they've been on strike. Waffle House went on strike right after WGA went on strike. No, oh, I didn't know that. Like I didn't know it was that long. 
it started just with I think South Carolina Waffle House workers though, but they've been on they've been on strike like five months. Five yeah. Months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they want the, the the three things that I saw. They want to look this up. Said they said they wanted uh, well four things actually. They say they want to raise to twenty five dollars an hour as a starting you know, fee, a uh, starting salary rather. Um, they want twenty four hour security because they're like, look, all y'all all y'all making like memes and da 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 da, but like we are not fighters in here like we shouldn't have to be fighting and ducking chairs in our restaurants yeah. um they want to eliminate meal reductions because like, i didn't know that but they do meal so they they charge they them for food mandatory meal reductions yes so even if you don't eat during that meal period during your shift you still get a deduction from your exactly shift. and they want to be able to close during extreme weather because right now, like even if a hurricane comes through Florida, like they they stay open. Right. Um, actually, I wanted to ask Sean about this because he's usually the uh, the Gordon, the Gordon <laughs> Gecko of the pop <laughs> financial yeah. correspondent. You know, say I want to know what he thinks about this um, this striking uh, there. Um, but I also wanted before we go into that, I also want to mention when you talk about the extreme weather, the Waffle House weather index is a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the fact one of the reasons they pride themselves on staying open in extreme weather it's a thing like if the waffle house closes other like other national services look to that as like okay this is how bad they have yeah. a weather center mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. so it's like they are the measure of how bad is this yeah, movie is, about yeah. to be yeah. yeah all right over to you john <laughs> Um, I mean, listen, you know, $25 an hour is, um, I think, a reasonable uh, rate. I don't think it's unreasonable to expect to work in a secured environment, particularly when you're dealing with the general public and just the well-being and the welfare. Um, $25 particularly seems fine because obviously I haven't gotten into the minutia, but I don't know what their total compensation is, right? So really, I saw, what, I, saw, let me just say, I saw a guy who said he's considered a rock star. I guess those are ratings that they have. He's considered a rock star chef. He's worked at Waffle House for seven years, and he's at seventeen seventy five, and that's considered like the the high end of their salary scale. Yeah, I mean, sure, surely they need to be um, paid more. I guess my question then becomes, is that $25 an hour inclusive of any additional compensation? And I'm not saying this in any judgment one way or the other for business or for them, but like, does that include medical? Does that include dental? How are you, how is your PTO um, calculated? Do you guys get PTO? What about sick leave? Like all of the full time. Say that again. Is it even full time? Yeah, these full time basis, right? So, so, so there are all sorts of things that I think go into total compensation, and I think that when we look at what we what we tend to see is that people balk at the twenty five dollars an hour, and a lot of that balking is because when they do the math on their check and they wear a shirt and tie, they don't actually make twenty five dollars an hour. And so I think that they consider this a low, a low skill. um, Yeah, it's considered a low, it's considered a low skill job and and all of those sorts of, you know, negative connotations. But um, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like the raise is probably going to be worth it. Um, It doesn't sound to me like they're harping on other compensation. So I'm assuming that it's just about, look, we need to just get this money up and maybe we'll come back. It Mm -hmm. sounds to me like they're not trying to hit a five run home run. 
but they're trying to, you know, throw some things out there that they know that they that that are attainable. Mm-hmm. It also sounds to me like the the closing is the beginning of a negotiation. Now they know that the Waffle House is not going to fall. They're not going to fold on that because, like you said, now nah, they they have their weather system is highly touted. It's followed by municipalities. It's followed by states. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and to be quite honest. It does matter because trucking and movement and and people on the road, like all of that shit is still happening during bad weather, right? And those people do need to be able to, you know, stop and get off the road and things of that nature. So I definitely feel like they're trying to get a baseline of what is going to be acceptable to close and i think that they're just trying to raise it i i think what they're saying is like look man we don't we don't need it to be like the worst storm in the last 50 years yeah yeah. Close. yeah like you know what i'm saying and so to me that just sounds more of a negotiating point versus a hardline stance like the 25 dollars seems like they're not fucking playing like yeah. cut, like like cut this bullshit out okay and i need to see this on my check and I need to see this immediately. Also, I'd be very interested to see how they pay people based on states' um, qualifications for public assistance. A lot of companies use the qualifications of public assistance as basically like their their back end benefits. Um, mm. Walmart notoriously did this. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, I would I would be very interested in that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What's your What's your thing? If I had to work at the Bacon and Egg UFC, I would want $25 and some time off as well. So pay these people, pay everybody, please. I mean, I know, and I know, uh, like Sean said, the public are going to balk as are probably management at the idea like $25 an hour, you know, you think of that as like a good job, but it's, but, but, but obviously if this was a hard labor job, like if you were in a factory with dangerous conditions, People would think this was fine. We see Waffle House go viral all the time for how insane it is in there. And them people, they really are like factory level cooks. That shit. Yeah. Is yeah. yeah. Calling that shit unskilled labor is so insulting. But to, turn, to, turn those, to turn those so many different uh, you know, meals for anybody wants this shit different right. so quickly. And that shit is crazy. Look, if you look at how the Waffle yeah, if you look at how the Waffle House kitchen is set up, like the level of it really is like factory level. Yeah, for how it's they a chain. it's like a chain, you know. Yeah, it's they. I feel like I feel like so much of this is stuck in our mind of like what qualifies as a as a worthy a worthy employment, right? Like because mm-hmm. people think Waffle House is something that you go do if you can't do shit else, which is unfair. To the people, because let me tell you what Naima couldn't do work at the Waffle House. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't last three days in that bitch. Mm-hmm. I know, I know I wouldn't. And and I've done and I've done service work. I've done retail work. You know, <laughs> I know I couldn't. So it's like we need to respect and understand what what skills certain labor people have that like those of us who feel like we hoity toity office people we can't do. You know, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's what a lot of this hinges on is the idea of what is a low skilled low worth job that I think that's responsible for such so much of the disparity in income and so much of where the fight for better pay across certain types of work kind of stalls out because the public won't fall in line and I also don't understand why, 
and this is not just with the Waffle House, but in general, why people get so up in arms. Like, it's not coming out of your pocket, bro. Like, what does it matter? Like, if these people get paid up up there, I think it's Sean, like Sean said, a lot of it is ego. And like mm-hmm. you said, not a lot of it is ego. And the fact that, you know, uh, you know, Charlene at the Waffle House might be his pay home, uh, take home pay rather, might be the same as you, you working the down same. at, you know, at the, at, the, at, the, at the office building. Yeah, or and your little call center or whatever. Yeah. So, like, so, okay, I might have to pay a little bit more for my motherfucking patty melt than I did in 1993 because Waffle House price has been the same for fucking 30. Same. <laughs> like, same. okay, so maybe it's $10 instead of $8. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Yeah. They're raising the prices regardless. Right. Like, raising the prices, they haven't raised anybody's pay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is doubled and tripled. So what are we even talking about? Yeah, it's like, yeah, and, and like you said, it's like, look, man, you... They turn they turn you a quick breakfast. They turn it around. It's you know it's, it's it's pretty good for what it is, you know. And so like, what's the problem if it, if it gets raised? The price is raised a little bit. Again, they made four point six bill last year. Like they they can they'll be all right. It, it, they they'll be just fine. They're not gonna go under. The company's not gonna fold. Like they'll they'll be good to go. They'll be good to go. So yeah, pay those people. And I'm um and I'm glad we see some light at the end of the tunnel. The writer strike is dead. And I guess they're working on the actors now. Um and so we're seeing some light at the end of the tunnel on that side. So, you know, I, I think they to... restarted negotiations today for okay. the actors. So okay. good, good, good. Hopefully. Shit. Um Yeah, shout out to the WGA. They got everything. Yeah. Ask for them. shout out. And again, them. it's not gonna it's not gonna crumble the business. <laughs> Y'all will be just fine. I wish again. I've said this before, but I wish music could do the same. But there's no union in music, so there's, there's everything is too fractured, and nobody's yeah. gonna move in unison. Everybody's gonna be like, "Well, you know, I'm straight." You know, saying whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Inka, are you watching Love Is Blind? I watched it. I have watched the whole shit because Netflix sent me screeners. I don't watch this whole bitch. Oh, you? Oh, this is the screeners. Okay. Oh, so you've seen the whole season? You see the end? Yes, niggas. I've seen the end. Oh, I don't. Well, don't. I've seen no spoilers. I'm not gonna spoil it. I also can't because they make you. It's in the but science stuff. But this season, this season is unhinged. 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 Listen, every time. <laughs> Every time I think Love is Blind has gotten as ridiculous as it could possibly get, nah, Netflix nah. says, hold my goblet. Yep. It's getting worse. Because then, like, first season, we had like five or six couples make it to the altar. Right. Last season, we had like three, maybe right. four. Yeah, yeah. This season, we only got two weddings. What's crazy is that I was, when we were, when they were leaving the honeymoon or the pre moon, whatever it is, the Mexico mm-hmm. trip. I was talking to Jay because I got Jason in, into this shit. They, they I be made like, Travis watch too. He yeah, they could like, be like Goblin Gang. What's up? Let's it's go, crazy. right? <laughs> so I got Jason in this shit. Um, I told Jason, I said, I don't know what producers are gonna do because you only have because there are usually at least two couples who get engaged that the producers don't follow. That's how many connections they usually have. This mm-hmm. time, I'm yeah. like, these niggas falling apart before they get on the plane. You know. <laughs> what are you so I knew the producers was gonna have to follow some of it. I figured it would be Uche mm-hmm. and Aaliyah. I knew they were gonna have to continue to follow some of this. And I noticed kind of like last season, the first two seasons, we didn't see the other people from the pods as much mm-hmm. post no. post this this season and last season they brought back to help with mm-hmm. drama and stuff. Right. But let me tell y'all, 
first of all, Uche is a piece of fucking work. I do believe Lydia is a little boiler bunny, but that nigga is also a narcissist. And you put those two together. He is the exact type of dude to trigger all her shit. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> she fully stalked him too, and she is Definitely. there because he 100%. is there. Yeah, and I, not only is he the type of nigga to, to, to trigger her, he just seems like he gets off on triggering. I thought like that. I think how he's he a dude who likes to be able to manipulate women's emotions, get them all tore up, and then come back mm-hmm. and be. Like he's the dude who likes be the knight in shining armor when he comes back. Yeah, come back and apologize. I'm so sorry. I care about you. Yeah, he's not Jerry. Yeah, he's not Jerry. You fucking sociopath. Like, but I hate hate that Aaliyah is a fucking sociopath. Did you see his eyes change when she broke up with him at that table? Those cameras right there, I would have been terrified. That nigga's half incel, half proud boy. Like, yeah, he's he's absolutely a proud boy. He's absolutely everything he wore was red, white, and blue in USA on this shit. His facial expressions and how blank he went behind his eyes sent a chill through my body. Somebody said to me he definitely grabs people by the, he definitely grabs by the arm. You know, like that. But I also think that makeup conversation conversation and the way he went about it i was like that's the highway because i was talking to jason i was like that's the highway off ramp to talking about why she shouldn't work and how the kids oh yeah she should get pregnant right away yeah i promise had he had she met his family it would have been like so how soon we gonna have some babies Mm -hmm. so like her teaching career was probably considered acceptable but you know what i'm saying like that that for now right it's very much like the cycle of emotional abuse watching it happen yeah. yep. he punished her by not speaking to her for two or three days right. after he first saw her right. didn't tell her why and then made it about what she looked like so it was like the right. tear down was like textbook and he was like why can't you just look like this why can't you just never wear makeup and i was like oh the controlling oh, oh yeah mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then and then he did the whole. I'm giving you a compliment. Most women would love to hear that they look good without makeup. No, yep. saying yo, I love your face without makeup. And so it was like I didn't speak to you. I didn't know what to say to you. I thought you were a fake person. Like yeah, man, that shit was crazy. Head, are you kidding? And, he and, was, I, he and, was, went, and they rolled scary. the clip back at one point to just do a flashback. And one of the first things he said to her was, "You're so pretty." When they did the reveal, so it's like you <laughs> lying. You know, it's just like it's it's. He's crazy. Like the first, as soon as they had the day in the pod where he had his whole flag laid out on the couch. Yeah, that was crazy. The same yeah, flag, the same flag. He absolutely was there, Jan Six. There's yeah. no question. There's no question in my mind. He was there. He was fanboying, watching it on TV. Yes, absolutely. I don't all know. Of, yeah. I kind of feel like he wants to be there, but ain't all even even all the way in that proud boy click. But he wants to be. It's almost like mm. this makes me yeah. work. Proud boy Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when he took that same flag, balled it up, wiped his eyes, and snot with it, I was like, "Oh, this nigga's a clown." I can't. Yeah. Like, it was- He's crazy, crazy yo. <laughs> crazy. And I, I actually, I piece the Taylor for stepping up for herself. No, she saw like, piece to her for being oh. like Get the fuck out of here. And when she broke her up with him, Aaliyah it was not just about yeah. it was not just about the makeup. She was trying to give him an opportunity to give her a reason to stay, and that. What it wasn't like she left him because of what he said about the makeup. It was because what he said about the makeup just made shit worse. It yeah. wasn't. It didn't excuse any of his fucking behavior. And mm-hmm. I think she also realized, like, she's a white girl from Texas. I'm not gonna front and say I believe she's liberal. She's probably no, no, no. I don't think so. But that nigga is still like on some other shit. Yeah. 
I don't think she's liberal, but I wouldn't, I mean, I would, I mean, not that this matters, but she might have a black friend or two. Like he, she, I'm not saying she's liberal, but she, she seems more open. He seems yeah. like, like I said, the next thing to him would have been like, why is your friend Chantel over here? Like yeah. it would have been like, JP is definitely a person who says those people. Like yeah. Definitely, oh, sure. definitely one of them. them. It's a lot of them. And then, um, then we had, uh, Izzy and, uh, what's her name? Stacy. And John. Uh, Stacy. Izzy and, crazy um, too, actually, Loki. Izzy, Izzy, Izzy's Izzy's Loki crazy. crazy. Izzy's Izzy, crazy. The way Izzy reacted, the way Izzy reacted to Johnny, I was like, "Why are you so mad, bro? Like, what are you?" Well, and yeah, then, why, yeah. Why you, and then it went back on her afterwards and was like, "Everybody's saying you're fake as fuck." And th- yeah. th- that's when. What are you mad about? Yeah, what are you mad about? There was a couple, couple things that, and when Uche and Lydia were going at they shit. And then when Milton came in, Milton <laughs> should when 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 when, when Uche, Milton we'll get to Milton in a second. But I when, love when Uche, Uche but when Uche said, "Yo, Milton, can you give us a second to finish talking?" Milton should have been like, "Nah, you good, bro. We're not, but not saying yeah, with you no more." No, Milton left, but you know what? Milton left it up. He he did it. I like the way he did it because he still left it up ultimately to, to Lydia. Lydia. But he sat down. He said, "I mean, because I, first of all, I like that Milton came and sat down." True. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I can, but we got to go in ten minutes. So it's like he kind of left it. Mm-hmm. Like I think he didn't want a white knight, Lydia, but he wanted yeah. her to know, like I'm here. Okay. And, and you know, Lydia was like, "It's cool," you know what I mean. So it's like, cause, cause he, cause he did sit down. He was giving her an out. Um, and him and Lydia will talk about that. I think I don't know if y'all have seen the night before the weddings yet. No. Um, okay, no. so they're gonna have a conversation about that. But I gotta say. I was clowning Milton's hairline from day one. Bruh. He's only 24 with a head with a, with a I thought, that? The mustache. I, the thought mustache he was, I thought he was a for real L7, which he kind of is, but every episode I liked him more and more. I, I like that he has found his tribe because when I met his roommate, his friend, his friend, screen, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, this is. Yeah, it's he exactly where he's supposed to be. I'm gonna yeah, tell y'all he... the first day in Mexico where Lydia was trying to sun him and he got down on his, he put his hands on his knees to get down <laughs> on He was giving it right back to her. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like like he's like he's he because you know a lot of people in his position, 24 years old, and I don't know what he, I know. They, his roommate said they started off at 100k when they first got their gig. Right. So now he's making obviously more. I don't know what he's making, but he's, he's doing you know well for himself. Really good. Yeah. A geological like a lot of, engineer, and there's only yeah. like 20 of those in the country. Exactly. So, but he, he, you know, a lot of people in this position would be stunting, like Uche with the yeah. Tesla and the house and the. And I like the fact that he, he still had a roommate, still had a little, little raggedy apartment with nothing in it. Because yeah. for him, it ain't about the paper per se it's like he the paper's gonna be there the accomplishment exactly, yeah. exactly. but i also like that i'm sure lydia is putting it on i'm crazy but i also uh, uh, now, now can i say something can i say something and <laughs> no. this is me talking no <laughs> no i already know what you're about to say you got to say she crazy and they're crazy oh lydia lydia got that box boy i was, I, looking, I was uh, like i know that ass is but insane. listen <laughs> me, I'm the same name knows this too, but if you look at Milton's body type, yeah, you know, no, I'm not saying, yeah, that's your I'm not saying he can't, he's getting turned out, but I'm just saying, like, Lydia. But, but I'm saying though, is that what I appreciate is that I bet Lydia thought this is a young boy, I can run him. Yes, he does yeah. not let her run him. No, he does not. And I like that a lot. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. Like, he. 
he surprised me like because I was like oh poor Milton I was like because yeah. I expected like, Lydia to end up with Milton and regret her decision but Milton, Milton gave her some fire and I was like yeah. oh, she said she was like you like a baby he was like yeah I saw you I was like she look old as fuck I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> I was like he gonna give it right back good the wild, Milton the wild give she... him a temple fade and grow that facial hair out he, he gonna right. be something yo he I was the wild shit is like Lydia was basically when she met the nigga, she was basically saying, like, I can't wait to see your dick. He kept saying, yeah. oh, you're so tall. Look at your hands. Look at your feet. Like, I was I, I basically waiting to say, just, yo, pull your yeah. shit out. They she, have, if there was no cameras right there at that oh, moment, she would they would have yeah, moved right there. Yeah, right there, around the spot. Yeah, so right I, on I, that I, velvet couch. I, I fucked with um, nothing. <laughs> I do want to say... Uh, Johnny, I don't know what kind of tease she's giving me. He's but weird. There's something with her too. Something's happening there. Yeah, happening. I, I don't you know, like she, it. She's a little, and that's the thing. Like, I don't think there's been a season yet where my opinions of people kept changing so much mm-hmm. over the course of episodes. Mm. I thought Johnny was a little weird just based on her first outfit. I think she likes to give. I think she likes to give like. The soft, innocent, like mm-hmm. almost like milkmaid. No, she's not at all. Um, like the like her vocal tone, the way she dresses. I don't know what the fuck them outfits be. All of that. <laughs> and I will say that her, the way she went between um Izzy and what was the other dude's name? Um, Chris. 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 Yeah. I mean, I you know, listen, I definitely. I, I appreciated that Chris was like, nah. Yeah. Appreciated that. Although we find out later that they, they are. They know he can't be at anything. Whatever. Yeah. Which is cool. And I mean, but I, but we also know that it, the thing about Izzy, though, was that Izzy was being a chameleon. He was being whatever mm-hmm. he was talking to needed him to be. He did mm-hmm. not give the exact same Izzy to every person in the pod. Izzy's a fuck Legit. man. Yeah, he Izzy's was very good. Man. He was very good at picking up on cues of what they were saying and feeding back something mm-hmm. that was going to be good for them. So we saw that he, he went for the girl that laid it out for him. Like anybody that was trying to be nuanced or be like, I really like you. He was like, okay, but the girl that was like, I'm falling in love with you. I'm trying to do this. That's who he went for. He, was he wanted the hundred percent. Yeah. He wanted the hundred percent. And that's the foster kid in him. This nigga is. Insane. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. insecure. He's needy. He and I can tell because he keeps referencing times he wasn't a perfect person, and times people gave up on him, or times mm-hmm. people hypersensitive to criticism. This will show up. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very insecure. He wanted the person who, no matter when all his shit starts coming out, he wanted to know this person was gonna hold on. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. And I don't think that's that Stacy. Yeah, nah. I was peeping. I'm like, I was telling Stacey, I was like, Stacy got on a two thousand dollar watch, a Cartier. Oh, Stacy, Stacy yes, rich. Stacy got dough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Stacy like, got dough, dough. Like her family got wild money. She yeah. got wild money. And when he met them, he was fucked up because he's like, I'm out of my league here. Wait, and yeah, the, he just yeah. started a job before he came on the show, yeah, like in a different pop, career. Yeah, so. and the pops is even like he's in insurance sales, which is like. That's not he one of them Affleck niggas following. Yeah, that's not that's not a cake off. That's not a cake off cake off gig. But um, uh, uh, even her pops was like, "Bro, are you sure you're gonna be to do this? Because she's 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 used to this level, and she's not gonna come down. She's used to traveling." Yo, dude said when they said they went with Nice. 
niece, all first class on the plane. It's the whole family. Oh, that's that's <laughs> and apparently, this comes out later. Y'all haven't seen it. Apparently, she usually dates like forty year olds. Forty year olds. She dates older dudes. She said that in up. the um, oh, like her did. last few okay. relationships were older men. Yeah, because yeah, they can keep up. So I mean, he, his neediness. They already, I think y'all have seen this already. They did have one argument that I didn't think they were going to get past, but it's like, it's like any criticism. He just breaks down, I'm not good enough for you. Mm-hmm. But also, she took that plate and cup situation way too far. And she was and they're in his apartment. I was like, everybody has those Target plates. First not of everybody all, I, no, 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 no. I, have, I don't think the people she dates have that. That's right. the point. She's used to dating character and say that he doesn't love her if he fed her off of that is crazy to me. That I, was I crazy. Got what she was saying. No, 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 well, no, she was saying if he, if he, was saying. he was saying if he brought her on a date and he fed. Now I can't see if you're if I'm bringing you on a date because even Jason was like I wouldn't do that if you if I'm bringing you to your, to my house on a date a first date and I feed you off of paper and plastic I'm not trying to make an impression and I think that was her thing it's like you knew that was her thing with the yes the and stuff from other women was like you knew I was coming over here why would you yeah not and you didn't better, exactly why would you that not want to make a better you know, but like making it an entire breakdown of your lives. Well, yeah, that was that's excessive. But that also is who, that also is like it's what she comes from, right? And yes, I think she's judging as fuck. I think she's. I think Stacey. I don't like Stacey. Be clear. I think she's super judgy. I think she's a mean girl. I think she's bitchy because the way she talks about Johnny is awful. But awful. like, I low-key think her and Uche would be a better match than probably. her and yeah. Probably. And you could tell she, like, I think she also thinks that she can, one of the reasons that she likes the idea of JP is because she can run shit. She can run him. Again, yeah, definitely, run him. definitely, yeah. definitely. Run him. But, like, I but, but I will say, though, that, like, I, when she was going off on having the paper and play, like, I have real dishes, but every day I use shit I don't have to yeah, wash. You know, yeah, yeah. I okay. hate washing dishes. I I got to say right now, I will do whatever I can do. To avoid, I hate washing dishes. I will what is your thing about the, but the, the whole drawer, though? I thought that was a little wild. That I was got, intense. I got what she, she, she did it. Yeah, she did it. Phrase it the right way. But I got his thing was, I'm not trying to hide anything from you. Her thing was, why would you not want to make the best impression possible? Why are you keeping all this shit? Why are you keeping all this shit, though? Well, because that's who he was before he met her. Like, I yeah, get but, the yeah, point sure of, like, been back I didn't in six months, I'm throwing away the loss. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to <laughs> scramble and, like, move a bunch of shit. I totally get that part. But also, like, this is shit you don't even care about. This isn't, like, part of who you are. You just want me to know that you are a fuckboy and you could potentially, you know, not need me for, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have problems getting a woman. Like, we get that already. You're a handsome guy. You didn't need to leave the earring in the fucking cup in your bathroom. Like, that was insane. Mm, I get both sides. But also, Milton's hair is not the worst on the show. (laughs) It is by far Uche. Uche shit. It's Uche. Uche looks like his own shit. As a person, but I hate how many women we saw, like, begging on the show yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't like that about yeah. Leah, the constant crying and don't say that i'm like sure and you even that like she you. invited him out later she was like i still want to like yeah do all get, that with you. you and i'm like, like girl shorty and, and then shorty she's cute like you look good shorty. Okay, okay. You, don't need, 
But you that's not, but the way, but that's the thing about Uche, and I tweeted this. Uche is the worst kind of asshole because his good face is really good. Like he mm. knows how to say the right shit. He knows how to say things that are very sensitive and very emotionally aware. And sometimes he seems very astute and self-aware. And then when he when that mask slips, yeah, it's ugly. But that good part is what keeps people in because they because it, it really is emotional abuse because you're working to try to get that good side of him mm-hmm. and to try mm-hmm. to get that out of him which and makes he dangles it in front of you like not yet, not yet, yet. Not i would have been out when he talked to me like oh, that the way he went in on her and, she, what? and you yeah. could tell he was enjoying knowing that he was getting Absolutely. her more and more upset like he just kept going and kept yeah. like it was <laughs> why you talk so ham about a nigga you don't even know you don't even know Shout this out to the producers <laughs> For letting him walk into that empty ass room, knowing I know. that he had right. and sit like, there for a minute. I love incredible that. television. Thank yeah. And like, let it go on for a minute too. Let him, yeah. it. Aaliyah. Aaliyah, you I love it. Aaliyah, more, please. Aaliyah, next yeah. three episodes right away. And my can't guess wait. is can't probably wait. that producers told her she couldn't tell him she was leaving. That would be my because she said it happened too fast. My guess was that producers well, like now they take all of your devices. You don't get it back until you get to the airport. No, but I mean, they probably didn't let her leave him a note or anything because she her her exact words to him when he called when he talked to her on the phone. She was like, "It all happened so fast." Mm. But, but she gave him the journal back, so it was time oh, to do something. That's true. I wonder if producers though said she couldn't. That's possible. Yeah, and to let him walk in that room, I was yeah. like, "This fuck. is diabolical." Fuck that nigga, man. But fuck also, like. And then, and then I didn't like him talking to Milton. I didn't like him talking to Milton either. I didn't like him talking mm-hmm. to Milton. I didn't like that part when Milton should like, man, I don't even know you, nigga. Like, you want to try? To, I, I'm we we together and we Gucci. Like, yo, she did this, she did that. We were together, like, fam. Why? why also, you like, if you call me inside at a party, I'm not listening to your like 15 bullet point like story. Like, here's also what's fucked up. What's fucked up though is that. In the pods, and this is why I can understand part of why Aaliyah left. When Aaliyah was telling him, when he finally told Aaliyah about Lydia, and Aaliyah came back and was like, yo, I'm telling Aaliyah, Lydia, I don't want to know these things about you. She and kept going. Like, and, and, wow. and his car, and his dog, mm-hmm. and I know his friends. And I know, and Aaliyah's face was like, this is fucking blowing me. So I can only imagine that every, because remember, they're in there with no TV, no devices, nothing to do but talk to each other. So I mm-hmm. know Lydia stayed up under him like, and then this one time, and da 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 I know that was happening. But mm-hmm. this nigga actually said to her, Lydia is trustworthy. She's a good person. I sure want to So if you tell he me was crying that, talking no, about Lydia, instead mm-hmm. if you said this to me instead of saying be careful with Lydia because she got she kind of still got a thing for me and I don't know what she's gonna say to you. Had he said that to her, she might have been able to better handle it. But you actually were like defending Lydia and mm-hmm. making like y'all was all good. So of course, if Lydia comes in my ear with certain stuff, I'm gonna be like, Uche says she's trustworthy. So mm-hmm. like. And then also you gonna say, how you gonna listen to some girl because you told me that girl was fine. You know what I'm saying? And like, I didn't. I didn't like that he tried to play it. He kept trying to play it like, like not, not nigga. That was your girlfriend. Like Leo and Lydia wasn't just a jump off. <laughs> we Y'all dated for a ma- couple of months. No, 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 no. she bought your dog gifts. Be or exactly. if she wasn't your girlfriend, you let her to believe she was your girlfriend. Exactly. Y'all spending yeah. that time together. Yeah. She might not have been your girlfriend, but you allowed her to believe she either could be. Or she was. You might have considered her a jump off, but you definitely mm-hmm. let her think she was. It was lit. 
that yeah. was lit or possibly, possibly headed to being lit, you know? So, yeah. Um, I wanted to mention um, the me and man suits. So, um, I, yeah, I guess yesterday or the day before, whatever, some guy posted another me and man suits. It was a bunch of black cats and, and kids in suits. Um, and and that's a, it. That's the video. That's the video. They ain't doing nothing but standing in line. They ain't even marching, actually. They're just standing <laughs> in line. So this has been at a, least the last group was walking in a Yeah, these niggas ain't just <laughs> so this has been a trend for like uh two two I guess two to two, three years or so about two or three years. Uh, yeah, of, of of black men in different cities around the country and boys at uh, sometimes as well, all getting together, putting on these suits and their fucking hats and the cigar and da 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 and they kinda stand there or maybe they march somewhere. And somehow this is supposed to indicate these are like good, upstanding black men, respectable black men. And no, they're they're saying positive representation. Positive representation, men. and it's it's annoyed, it annoyed me from day one. And I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not calling him out, but I'm gonna say his name. My brother Sydney Sydney Marcuson, who actually moved to LA and is doing really well. I love him dearly because. He went to a few weeks and he would send me and them like, yo, you should, years, yeah. yeah, you should come out. And I'm like, nigga, I'm not doing that, bro. I love you, but why? Why, why am I getting dressed but up? Sydney's and... also a tutorial cat. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know I love Sydney. I, I get why he does it. I'm not saying yeah, he's no, no, bad no. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not defending Sydney to you. I'm kind of saying to the audience, like Sydney gets off on anything that has to do with like, let me put a look together. Yes, yes, you love to put a look together. And I love, I love, I love Sydney dearly. Uh, I love that, but I just don't get the point of this, and it feels like respectability politics. It's like very like okay, so I, me and Jason kind of had a back and forth, not a back and forth, but he's he was like, why are people criticizing this? And the thing is, like, I don't feel passionately enough about it to get in the public conversation about it. Yeah, I just meant, I didn't but I get it. The whole like, there is a twinge of respectability to it. But also, I feel like a lot of it is for the gram. Nigga want to get niggas want to get their looks off. You want to get your looks off? Just get your looks off, right? But mm-hmm. there is a but but the the problem isn't the shoots themselves. It's the it's the way people talk about them as they go viral. We need to yeah. see more of this. We need we don't see enough of this. It's motherfuckers with skinny pants and suits and and jackets. No socks. <laughs> All over the internet. It has been for a long time. We've seen plenty. We see it all the fucking time. So it's always like, we need to see more of this. We need to show. I think what happened this time was that it was kids. Mm. And it was like, what is the message you're giving them here? Like that dressing like this is going to somehow make their lives different, better, that they're going to be safer, that they're going to be. And, you know, I always look at the fact that like the original thing. they was out there getting sprayed with water hoses with suits and yeah. you know what I'm saying like it, it's not like what's the message I think it turned to the kids message because in the quote tweets there were women saying like oh my cousin's baby daddy is in this video and he <laughs> said he shit. couldn't bring the kids to the pediatrician because he was going to one of these like meetups. Uh, <laughs> somebody else was like, "Oh, this is such and such baby daddy, and he's never even held the child or pays child support, but he's in the <laughs> but he got a suit right. on." And I think that's when it turned to like the kids and like, what exactly are we doing? Because if we're not right. 
Like if we look cute, but there was we're not also each other like, wasn't, but wasn't that a video with the kids in? There was a video with the kids in it, right? There was kids yeah. in the in the beginning of the video. Yeah, right, the front, right, in okay. the front. Yeah, 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 bro. What you think about this? You 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 like the good. Sean is still like, with us, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He was just doing somewhere. You like a good wear a good, tail, a good tailored <laughs> suit. You know, you like to put on a a, good, a, fresh, a fresh white shirt. You know, no, and, and no some more. shoes. But what you as I say, you you wear your shoes with socks. <laughs> Listen, no one so so there are rules. I have I have worn socks with no shoe. I have worn no show socks, meaning you can't oh, see. Oh the low them. joints, yeah. That's a, that's a summer, that's a very summer look. That is not just random, okay? <laughs> but listen, no I love to put on a suit, right? You you look at childhood pictures of me, I am dressed, I enjoy it. The whole idea of getting up to go to like play dress up with a bunch of niggas that I don't know is just <laughs> is just corny to me. It's just corny to me. And this is and I understand the camaraderie that they feel. A lot of these guys are influencers, right? So they have these sort of local designers that they wear and the little hat maker, not the little, I don't wanna be um you little old habit. Yeah, the little haberdashery. They down the Leon's haberdashery spot. In the back. And, and, and I get it. Um, a lot of those suits are um not well made. Um they're they're well tailored. They're fairly they're fairly, they're, they're fairly cheap, if we're being honest, right? Um, but I think that the idea, like everyone said, is that putting this out as some sort of, 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 you know, image to black masculinity and, and, and changing the narrative, which I fucking hate saying, but that's bullshit, right? A lot niggas, if, if, if half the niggas that got dressed up also got their hands dirty to, to be involved we'd have a few more kids not going in wayward ways. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's really the that's really the crux of the issue. Cause like you said, you want to get your looks off, nigga. Just put get, get your looks off. off. You're it's, not gonna change you're not gonna change the black community by putting on a suit and throwing that Yeah, that shit don't really that shit don't really resonate to me because no. I know a dude who hates to wear a suit, but you know what he loves? He loves getting up and taking them kids to Pennsylvania to play AAU ball and take care of them and making sure that they got the support system that they need. And exactly. has, has, has spent days, spent I, one of my men spent his birthday on the phone, basically saving a kid's life. Kid ain't know what was coming to him. Mm. And he was making calls and trying to connect the dots to get this kid home safe. And he did. And I say all that to say, like, that suit shit don't matter. If this part ain't happening, exactly. you know we 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 do our leagues and 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 like niggas love photo shoots. Niggas don't love doing the hard shit. The hard shit is every day. The hard shit is like we we, we talk about this shit with the dads. It's like yeah, nigga, the first day of school you took pictures, right? But nigga, are you helping with the science project on a rainy January? Yeah, exactly. On, on March third, where you at, nigga? Yeah, nigga. <laughs> like, or, what do I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it ain't convenient, yeah. my nigga. When it ain't convenient. So all that manhood shit and all of that. Look, look again. God bless. If modeling and that's your bag and that's how you put food on the table, again, God bless. All of them niggas was not models. All of them niggas was not wearing immaculate suits some of them looks looked foolish 
and well overdressed, um, in my opinion. But you know, again, God bless. I, I now, if you told me you guys were at a whiskey tasting and it was four or five dudes and y'all decided to dress up or y'all went to something, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it just, just. The, yeah, yo, add nigga, an activity. It's weird. Like nigga. y'all just lined up, niggas. Just yeah. yo, me, me. We're not going in nowhere. Just meet us outside. <laughs> parking on the like, nigga. What? <laughs> just be lined up. Parking. And like, you're not doing nothing. It's not like a day of service. And I think that's nah. what the criticism is. Is like, okay, y'all put on suits and what? Like, what? Yeah, and what happened? They're not, they're not supposed to do. Like, y'all not doing service. Not, Y'all not doing y'all fucking got y'all putting out calls. If y'all put this much effort into organizing motherfuckers to actually go do something, you know what I'm saying? If this is your bag, if this is your bag, tell me that you guys said, Hey, we're gonna do this thing where we line up, we're gonna take these pictures. And for and for every person that comes, you need to come with a a a a gently used suit that's that's for donating to young kids who are in job programs. Maybe right. you, maybe we look to identify a school that we help young men dress for prom, mm. that we help young men transition. You know, maybe you attach yourself to an organization that is trying to transition kids from group homes into uh, uh, adult life, where they're gonna, where they're going to need a suit at some point, right? Like there, there are many opportunities. You, I, I've done that. Like I, I and, I, and this is not me trying to like toot my horn, but like, dude. Call up a, a local school. You know plenty of teachers. There are tons of teachers and community people on your timeline. Box up that shit, man. Send it yes. off. You don't know who that might. You don't know what mm, kid that might what help. That could help. You know yep. what I'm saying? But, yep. but you know, that yeah. ain't fly. Don't nobody. Yeah. That don't get reposted. Yeah, and I'm and I and I, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad for the pushback because it always irked me. Like you said, nah. Like people thinking you putting on suits is going to save kids from. You know, possible, you know, things happening in the street with cops and all that. It's bullshit. Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I just never got the purpose of it. I remember, I'm like, what is this supposed to mean? Like, I don't just dress up, man. Put your shit on, go to the cigar lounge, dress up. You and your boys want to go out. You want to, you want to dress up. Then that's perfectly fine. But this whole just picture day, like, you niggas is going to JC Penney's. To take yeah. pictures, basically. Just <laughs> <Right. the way. laughs> Go down to the school, sign up with the library, and read them kids a fucking book. Yep. With a Nike shirt on, it don't matter. Because that's they, they're not going to remember what you they have. Make sure all the that come register to vote. I mean, just just add some kind of something on it. Ooh, the registration. Community yeah. service. Pantry. Come with yeah. a dry bring good, a, nigga. Bring a yeah. Something. I have not been able to get it together since Sean talked about the parking. Because where did <laughs> you know, you know, because you know, this thing is what I like. So the first thing I'm thinking of is, you niggas pay to park? Because right. where's your parking? There's no free. There's definitely but there always is some kind of pool, downtown major metropolitan area. Nigga, it was like two hundred of y'all. <laughs> like Word. ain't that much carpooling in the world. Nigga, was, was there a shuttle bus from a, well, a shuttle bus? A shuttle bus, you know. Oh my yeah, god! So yeah, like, yeah, just ask, like that's now. all, and that's all people are saying. Like I get it, positive, but you know what? In the social media age, 
our obsession with images is though we still mm-hmm. don't get every kind of image, positive, negative, in between. Like it's all out there. All we get is imagery. Like the imagery mm-hmm. is what is the action behind the imagery? Yeah. More positive imagery. Do we know? We got plenty. Like, where's mm-hmm. the action? But, and, and the last thing I'll say on this is like this is a this is a part of a larger social issue that I find um that is everyone wants to portray and everyone wants to show everything that they've done or everything that they're doing. And, and, and even, even with philanthropic efforts, man, it's just like, yo, bro, bro, just fucking go do it. Just do it. Just just fucking go do it, man. Like nobody's going to get up and get it done. If nobody gets up to get it done. Yeah, you know what and I'm saying. It doesn't have to be on front street all the time. Just yeah, and ain't nobody saying, and ain't nobody saying you got to dedicate. Nobody's saying, yo, bro, you got to dedicate twenty hours a week to go to the school and do. Yo, dude, this is this is very minimal in terms of your time. Like this is a very minimal commitment it really that, you, is. that you can put that you can put forth. And listen, there may there very well may be several men on that line that are active in their community. So I don't want to be um you know, I don't want to just paint this this wildly broad brush, but we do know that we continually find it a struggle for people to kind of get into the weeds on the real shit. Now, if you mm-hmm. tell niggas to come and 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 go party and and do all of that sort of shit, and they can dress up and they can help people, they'll show up in droves. But when yeah. you tell a nigga he got to go lift up some boxes and actually take this shit to the kids or the people who... who I, can't, it, I can't make it. It ain't the same turnout, my nigga. Yeah. It is never Man, I, the same turnout. I can't make it. I thought I could make it, but, you know, I can't make it. I'll I come next time, you know. Yo, yeah, speaking yeah. of that, like, I was so shocked when I joined the PTA this year at my daughter's school. And I was like, okay, I'll sign up to be a volunteer. I'm like fully ready to, you know, like I'm dreading, okay, I got to be at the school every week, blah, blah, blah. The person who was coordinating all the parent volunteers was like, listen, we are asking y'all for one hour per school year. Per year? Per year. Per school year. That's what they're asking for. I was like, oh, so niggas are just not coming. No. Everybody can do an hour, an hour in a school year. Wow. She asked for, she was like, if you can give one hour one time, that will be leaps and bounds more than we've gotten before. And mm. and, 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 and I'm going to say one more thing, because it's been on my heart heavy. Since we did our, our, our fucking, uh, we did our banquet for the kids to get their trophies. Mm. And I saw a bunch of grown niggas coming to eat taking these big ass plates and ain't none of them niggas lift the table all summer. Ain't none of them niggas encourage. Right. Ain't none of them niggas ask us did we need help. And 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 I was just blown away by like just like the sheer lack of shame that a nigga would have to do that. Like mm-hmm. never in a million years would I think that I'm just going to go in here for this thing that they're doing for children, ultimately, right? Like, this is parents, and this is people in the community, and I'm going to just fucking stuff my face. Like, like, and, like, and, and, and I didn't do anything, right? Like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything at all, not one time. And niggas was out there three, four times a week the entire summer. 
And it don't take nothing to pick up a broom. We ain't, it ain't always about money. It's also about effort. It's also about sweat equity. It's also about pouring into your community. So I ain't going to go off on, on too big of a tangent, but there are tons of people out there that are doing the work and you can find them easily. And mm. even if you're not, even if organization isn't your strong suit, meaning you can't start some shit from scratch, go out there and volunteer, go out there and be a part of something, go out there and engage with people and you can learn a lot. You can learn how to start your own organizations if you want to do something different, or you could simply just be a part of it, right? Like not everyone is built to have their own thing. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. like, a, a, a year I, I mean like like one fucking hour one a hour year. a year it's crazy that's crazy that's how low the expectations are i saw this i don't know if y'all saw it i saw it was, uh, it was on tiktok it was a teacher a black cat who started and then another woman picked it up talking about the, the um, grade level that the yeah the grade level and the reading levels and stuff it was that's a, been a was, huge conversation the last couple of weeks yeah yeah because the, the, the reading level is in the toilet, and she, you know, and 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 then there's the, the woman who picked up one, and it was also a teacher, and she's like, I, you know, she teaches special needs, I believe, and she was like, like my special needs kids are reading better in the normal. than kids is in the normal kids. And, I didn't yeah, mean to that Yeah, and they were just like, talking about how like the parent parents are just so hands off and like. Hey, you know, that ain't my, pro- I send them to school for you to handle all that shit. And if they can't read at a certain level or do math or whatever the situation is, it's your fault. It's, it ain't got nothing to do with us because we send them there to read. And, and like, and- that's never, I don't understand how that, maybe the other parents felt like this when I was grade school age. I never knew that to be a thing. Like, I don't know a single set of friends I have where your parents weren't, at least through late middle school had some mm. kind of hands on like mm. making sure you was getting your learning right like yeah that you comprehend extra books writing random book reports on yeah. getting in trouble yeah. having to read the dictionary more, writing stuff over and over like, that type thing because because there was a woman on twitter who was like how am i supposed to know what grade level my kid is at with reading like we don't have a standard that we have at home that we can measure out and they were talking about a seventh grader being at a fourth grade reading level. And I said, mm. if you're a 12 year old, is that a nine year old reading level? You should be able to recognize that. Like yeah. you should know as a parent that your middle schooler is at an mm. elementary school reading level. Even if you can't, even if you can't pinpoint exactly yeah. what grade level they read at, you should be able to understand what age development they're at. You know what I'm saying? In terms of comprehension. There's a loss of a lot of resources on all sides here that I think is the larger conversation. Yes, parents are not picking up on these cues. They don't know what reading level they're at. But a lot of the parents are also below an adult reading level. Right. That's, mm. fair. That's fair. That's fair. Very, very thin. The jobs didn't come back from the pandemic in a yeah. lot of time. In a lot of places. Mm-hmm. People living in different places. There may not be a quiet place. So that's like on the parents end, like, we're already super stretched then. And also as a country losing resources. Yeah. They're doing their best. We got it. Pandemic also happened. They're right. doing their best. In the community, there is no third place. So like where if my mom was working three jobs, I was across the street at the community center and Miss Sally knew that I had homework. And those right. third places are not there anymore. Not there it's anymore. a community effort and we're falling short. I, I also I also want to add to that a little bit. Um 
I, a lot of things that I've noticed about that conversation is that people are saying that those third places are not there. And I, I agree with that. They're, they're not there. But I also think that they're, there's not a lot of active focusing on creating those I'll spaces. Create right. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things that we have to remember about community, right, is that you, you can't just draw the water from the well. You also right. have to pour water into it. Like, you have to mm-hmm. be... Right. You have to give back be, in some kind of way. There has to be some sort of reciprocity, right? Like, the goal of a food pantry, right, is to help you when you are in need. When you are no longer in need, the idea is that you now replenish that food pantry for the next person. It's almost a pay it yeah, forward. pay it forward, exactly. But the conversation is always centered around what can I get? How do I benefit? How can my kids get these mm-hmm. things? And when their kids get these things, they don't look to, you know, reciprocate. They don't look to pour back into that space. You understand what I'm saying? So to me, I think it's just very, very important that we start to identify, like we talked, to, like the, there was the lady who talked about not having a place to like take the kids, mm. right? Like she couldn't find babysitting, right? And the question I would always have is, is like, well, whose kids have you watched? How right. how have you how have you created the community for someone to take your child? Mm. Because right. I had to create that, right? Like mm. I had to, I had to be the house where Uncle Sean, we're gonna we're gonna drop you off to Uncle Sean. We know you're gonna get something to eat. You're gonna be safe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're gonna you have play some ball in the place. back. And so, and so when, and so when it was time for me to leave, I could say, Hey, you're going to go over to Auntie so and so. You're going to mm. go over to Auntie. You, there has to be a measure of community. It can't always be take, take, take. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and that's just. About, everybody be talking about how there's no more, uh, you know, like you said, neighborhood lady who watches all the kids, but ain't nobody trying to be the neighborhood lady who watches all the kids. Yeah. And ain't nobody yeah. dropping groceries off to the neighborhood lady's house right. anymore. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Like, is, yeah. it, is, is she just supposed... And that's the thing. Every time we talk about what we no longer have, especially in the Black community, those people who were who were gap fillers and who held certain occupations and spaces. Like, I, I was saying when people were talking about how Gen Xers don't watch kids, like, you need to be the big mama you want to see in the world. Like, somebody got to actually... Yeah. Somebody Man. actually got to take the role. They don't just manifest out of nowhere. Yo, yeah. man, the 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 the, the reason that the like i take the role of uncle seriously like that's not a light particularly nah, in not our community. that's nah, not hell a no. light title hell right no. so yeah man i'm gonna have to pick up the phone i might have to have some uncomfortable conversations i might need to run an errand that i didn't plan on doing i might need to go do x y and z and that is a part of how you build community. It's mm. also how I'm able to be able to say, if I'm in Atlanta or I'm away in LA, hey, uh, so-and-so, I need you to shoot by the house. You know so, you know what I'm saying? And I mm. know that it's going to be taken care of in the same fashion that I would. But you've got to be a part of a community. It just cannot be everything I see. No, no solution came from that conversation that said, hey, Who's in my area? How can we start to build this network? How can we start to figure this out? How can we start to make this thing work? 
it was a bunch of whining and complaining mm -hmm. about something that was not gratifying or satisfying to them, them and exactly. them only. Only. I want you to take my kids so I could run the street. So I can go out. So <laughs> exactly. I can go have a good time. And and listen, I'm not being dismissive of the fact that as parents, we need breaks. I'm not, I'm not dismissing yes. that being a, a, a need at all. But you've got to be a part of that. Like, yeah, your, your, your aunt don't take your kids because you don't talk to your aunt. Yeah. Okay. She done invited you uh, down to the church uh, four or five times. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't showed up. You ain't said hi nor hair. You ain't. You know what I'm saying? You only call when you're looking to. When you're just looking for something. Looking yeah. for something. Something. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. money or time or food, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you it know? is. And and then that, and pretend like people don't recognize that it's fucking terrible, man. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. It's, 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 and then, and and like with back just back to the to the to the you know obviously uh, part of this problem the reading and the, the comprehension thing it's a part of this too because of parents I think nowadays are more worried about themselves and sitting on the gram and going to see Drake and at the mm -hmm. at the arena or going to see you know the Renaissance tour in in you know Dallas or whatever and God bless but you you're leaving a whole bunch of shit up in the air and not handling your your business at the crib. And because you want to, you know, you want to be this social media person. And now we've got a generation of kids who, well, like I said, aren't reading at a proper level and aren't, don't have community. And it's going to come back to bite in a terrible way in a few years when these kids are yeah. not, not nine years old, but they're 19 or 22. And it's going to be chaos. You know, it's going to be straight chaos. Yo, I had a, I had a last thing I'll say is I had a relative come over for the holiday one time. And I said, let me see your work. At the time, I believe he was in the 10th grade. I was floored at what he was, at what the work level was. Yeah. And I had to ask, like, is he, you know, are these special education classes? Is he, because right. the stuff that I was seeing was like, this is like stuff that my kids did in like sixth grade. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This and he's in high school doing this. He's in, dude, we're talking like 10th grade. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I was floored. That's the other point I want to make about like how we basically tied teachers' hands. There yeah. is no positive reinforcement and discipline in schools, so they're walking all over the place. There and also, there's no... no we low-key need to bring back... Uh, the social promotion is killing everybody. Like, no child was going to say social promotion. Like, some of these kids got to get left behind, but now yeah, you need... I, I got cousins who were left behind twice, and they could have took another time or two. Listen, we knew... we let Ivy have a gap year of just therapy so she could get the curriculum behind the curriculum before mm. we threw her into kindergarten. And now like the rate at which this kid is learning is unbelievable because mm. we took that time to be like, okay, you got to learn a bunch of other shit before you go into school. Yeah, you have to be yeah. able to conduct yourself. Even though she's brilliant, we're doing timetables and all that shit. She's not, she wasn't in a space to be able to like let the teachers know because she wasn't comfortable with that kind of authority. Right. Mm. right. I didn't know your kid Yeah, to know like, you know what, if you are reading at a fourth grade level pandemic be damned, we're going to start this over again. Right. Because how do we, how do we get here? How do we get out of here? Right. And, and there's... so. oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Sorry. I was just going to say, I don't, the problem to Inka's point is nationally, we are nationally, the U S reads, two grades lower than they did 20 years ago. Like our average national, I think the average national is like a sixth grade reading level right now or something like Six that. Or seven. 
Yeah, it's something. But I mean, it's never been, the, the, the national average has never been high, but it used to be like eighth grade, ninth grade. Now it's like seventh grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, somewhere in there. So mm-hmm. even when you look at, there's a there's a chart about the um, reading level at which presidents deliver messages. And mm-hmm. when people were talking about Obama being old, holy, toity and shit, Obama was delivering messages at like a 10th grade level. Yeah. But, then, but then you get Trump who's doing it at a who's third grade level. Like a third grade level. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally. He's actually down to like the, the, his speech over the weekend. He's probably down to kindergarten. He's just person now. He's saying no. He's just calling people names. Yeah, he just, he just, he's just Looney Tunes now. He's like, he, yeah, he's ridiculous. But um, yeah, this shit is, it's it, it, sad. And then the, those TikToks, those teachers weren't really chastising. They were kind of sad they were like yo this is what we're it was dealing informative with it. it's just like yeah, it was, this yeah. is what's going on yeah like, help it's, it's it's hard to it's hard for people to acknowledge their part in their child's failure and 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 in a hard and a hard part of that is when you are under the impression that you well i won't say under the impression when you when you're doing the best you can mm-hmm. and the best you can is simply still not enough, not good enough for a child over the hump. And I think that that's what we realize. Um, we realize that, you know, a lot of kids are not equipped. We realize this with the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. That kids simply didn't have a quiet space to study. They just yeah. didn't have the room. They didn't have the facility. They didn't have right. the capability to have a space where they could just detach and study and lock in. Mm-hmm. Um, also studying and in that sort of structure, those are habits, man. Those are habits yeah. that we pick up. Um, mm-hmm. Those are habits that have to be enforced. Very um, much. And yeah, it's, it's, it, it is difficult to enforce those habits if you are working 14-hour days mm-hmm. to keep a roof over their heads. It's also difficult to enforce those habits if you don't have anything that you lock into and that yeah. you have structure for. You're just fucking yeah. around all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so um, yeah, it's... it's, it's yeah, it's a much crazy. bigger discussion, and we could probably yeah. talk about it all day. But like, just put your suit on and go read to some goddamn <laughs> word and get some parking. <laughs> I want, I wanted to, I wanted to mention um, uh, Brittany Renner. So Brittany Renner was on two podcasts uh, past week or so. One uh, Club Shay Shay, which is Shannon Sharp's podcast. And another podcast called um what's it called uh, this the something the bus podcast the fan bus podcast which has been around where they actually have a bus and these two guys are um former football players I think they might even be pro players but definitely play college and they're in the back of like some bus and they do the interviews in the back of the bus and so they had Brittany on there. So, I'm sorry, I've been on internet a long time and the back of the bus doing the fan bus. That yeah, it's, it's actually pretty. It's actually pretty. It's a very popular podcast, actually. But anyway, she was on there, and you know, uh, of course, she started talking about her uh, sex history. And so, on Shannon's podcast, I don't remember how the conversation got to that point, but she mentioned that she had slept. in now Brittany's thirty-one; she's about to be thirty-two, I believe. Soon, she's slept with thirty-five men in her life. And Shannon Sharp immediately let go. He literally says, oh, Lord, and takes a shot. Let me just say, everybody lying. Let me say the fan bus thing. Then, in the, then we go. Then in the fan bus, she said, again, she slept with 35 people. And 20 of those have been one-night stands. 
And so she said now she's trying to chill. She's trying to, you know, slow down a little bit, get a little more substantive with her, her shit and, and move forward. My point was, even if she's lying, which maybe she is, my thing is like, I, don't, I still don't know why this matters. And I don't know why 35 was such a shocking number for yeah, women. It wasn't shocking. Early, it wasn't it, shocking. Shannon 30s. is also a liar as a fine <laughs> football playing kappa in the 90s. You're balking at 35. But, 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 no, 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 no. Because you're, for, you're forgetting, sis. You're forgetting women. You know, we take energy into our vagina and we have souls. Or the men sleeping with men. And we, you know, <laughs> but the but it doesn't matter because men are designed the way we're, we're hunters. Designed, we're hunters. We're, we're hunters. receivers. They don't get soul alpha. ties. You know, we have, they don't get soul ties. Like they're meant to go out there and do, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. And we've always known that there's a double standard in terms of how many people, women, because apparently the vagina gets stretched out and used and I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though we have whole you know, the semen of old niggas be up in your uterine, be be up in your uterine walls and clogging your shit. Like I don't know what the fuck niggas. Yo, say. I, let me say this. I, I, nigga, I met him years years ago when I, I used to go back and forth to LA pretty often, and I had a barber out there. I don't remember the nigga's name now. I went to see him. We cut my head, and that nigga said some shit. He's like, you know, um, uh, uh what do you call uh the test we trying to find paternity paternity test. You know them shits don't be real all the time, right? And I was like, what you mean? He said, because, you know, if I have sex with a woman and then next week later you have sex with a woman and the woman becomes pregnant, I can still get the, 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 the positive because my DNA is still in her body. And so the DNA is Put some sheets on and go read to your children. Or go read to yourself. Like, I'm just saying, like, and like because, I mean, and this is oh, right. The idea of body counts mattering, you know, I, and I understand men still have this thing, and it will take a lot of it's the Madonna of, thing, of the Madonna whore complex of not wanting a woman who's quote unquote used up. But I'm like, if you don't know these niggas, if you don't know nothing about these niggas, if if you, unless y'all are all sitting around having a conversation, what does it matter? Like, I stopped talking about body counts in my early 20s, and I'm not, I'm not even going front. I am somebody who people will probably say have a high body count. I don't know how many because I stopped counting because who fuck does that as an adult? Like, who, I literally have no idea who does know. that. But also, I don't have a lot of one night stands, so there's also that. I got like, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, like I've been, I am a forty something year old woman who is never married. I lost my virginity at fourteen fucking years old. Yeah, I've had sex with a lot of fucking people. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's like, also this woman is like a thirty two year old, thirty one year old woman never married. Like, what is she supposed to be doing though? And and I'm you know, so good look, disappointed a good for giving a number at all. But now this is the problem. The problem is Brittany here. Let me tell you why. No, you're gonna, you're gonna leave Britney alone now. No, she is feeding <laughs> these niggas, uh, what you call it, shame porn, and she's doing it on purpose. Britney, this started a few months ago where she did some podcast. Now, after Britney has been, I had always fucked with Britney because she was so good for taking motherfuckers and wanting to call her a whore and flipping it, flipping it, and like mm-hmm. flipping it back, or wanting to call her a side chick or whatever. But a couple of months ago, she did a pod where she said she regretted how many people she slept with. Now, I can almost understand if the majority of the people you slept with have been one night stands, there's no opportunity to fall into a rhythm there. There's no reciprocity there. There's no, there's probably not a lot of fulfillment. Like, Jeffrey, you said that. I mean, it's just math if you look at the orgasm gap. 
Yeah, because Jeffrey, I didn't watch the whole, I didn't watch the interview and I probably never will. Jeff said mm-hmm. out of all the people, she only had two orgasms, which is tragic. Yeah, three, three. Three, which is literally actually the definition of tragedy. Like it's tragic. A waste of time. It's a waste, it's a waste of, time. of time. So I understand <laughs> if you have had all these un, like unfulfilling, unsatisfying, you got nothing out of it experiences, then yes, you probably do regret it. But the thing is what you regret is that you just made bad choices in the people that you had sex with. It has nothing to do with how many people you had sex with. It has to do with who you had sex with. And that's mm. the part I think she's But you can it. still give all the instruction in the world and be wildly disappointed. My thing it. is well, if she's having this thing, one night stands, and Brady. the niggas who she's having sex with didn't yeah, she's really. No, 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 I'm not mad at her. No, 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 I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad at her. I'm just saying, like, if you have a one night stands, a lot of niggas won't give a shit. They don't give a fuck. About you and so That's the question point. I would have for Brittany, if any, would be like, oh my God, how'd you sleep with all these people? <laughs> would be, my question to her would be, like, why did you? Like what was your what was your decision making in choosing to sleep? Like were you sleeping with people because you wanted to sleep with them, or were you sleeping with people because they wanted to sleep with you? Those are two she different. She's resilient. She was just trying to get it. Go ahead. I Sean. get it, and I'm not. Ahead, but now people are going to use. But now these niggas, because they niggas, is going to are going are going to try to use Britney as like an example to support their fuck shit philosophies about women who have had. You know, sex with more than I guess, like fucking four. Apparently, like the average number of partners an adult adult man has is like four, and women two. Some bullshit. I don't know. It's something. Really? It's something. Who did so, they? Never mind. Well, I that's like, remember I that's they, average. I feel that's like they average. told white people who got married at twenty three or something. Mm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I just they told the people they asked for family feud questions. <laughs> yeah, no I, I think I think. Uh, I mean, the whole idea that this is a topic that's coming on Shannon's show, I just think, I just feel like it's, eh, it's just lame. It's just lame. You know, I just think he's better than that. I think think his platform is better than that. And I think he's trying to, he doesn't know what he wants to do. Right, like you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because I'm like, nigga, you like 55, 56. Why are you having this conversation with this 31 year old girl? And, like, what are you and, doing? 35, 35, <laughs> even not for Shannon, just like, dude, you, you were a professional athlete, you've been famous, you have been famous longer than you have not been famous. Thank in you, your life. thank you for saying so. That. This idea, this idea that that's like this crazy number it's like stop you know it's, it's yeah corny. especially if you're a man who has ever had to take a paternity test get out of my fucking face about <laughs> body count. yeah and, and 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 more and more than anything right like is that really a high no- like but for the sake of arguments right is that really a high number for yeah, a single attractive person who is swimming in the kind of dating pool and the kind of access pool that she is. It's not. Let's say Brittany lost her virginity at 15 or 16, right? That is an average of two to three partners per year. It's not a lot of people. It's not. It's really not. I'm sorry. And it's crazy to me because we were just talking about hookup culture when old girl got a shoe stolen and everything seemed like just meeting somebody on the street and then having them in your house was regular normal. Yeah. So is it regular normal or is it not regular normal? If it is or is it isn't, what is we doing here? <laughs> Which one is it? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, yeah. That, I'm going to end up lastly with just mentioning um, this This has happened recently. These boys posted a, uh, I guess it was a TikTok about walking on trails and how white people act when uh, you walk on a trail. No. And the white people are so upset and it's like, 
that's really how y'all be though. Like, I, and, and they, and it wasn't they don't realize they do it because they don't do it to each other. They do uh, it to us on the trail. So we uh, get 10 people on a hiking trail doing this to us. They might get one. But I promise you, when we were going up Ryan Canyon, because me and Hubs did it, uh, we went to LA. It was like every third group of white people stopped and said something to us. Oh, those are great <laughs> shoes. They're perfect for this. <laughs> I'm going to love the Go to the second view. Be glad you came up this side. The other side is steps. <laughs> the whole way up. It was like that. That video is so, so it's, on it's, point. It's on point. And, they did, and then the comments going crazy. so mad. It's like, yo. And it wasn't even disparaging. It wasn't like they were, the kids were even, you know, it was, you know, it was, white people hate being called. They hate you. The more defensive they are, the more you know they know they do that shit. That's my exactly, thing. You know you exactly. do that shit. That's why you're mad. But no, what they really are mad about is the fact that they realize how embarrassing it is. So they're mad at being embarrassed. Exactly. I love these kids. Hope they do more videos. You know. But uh, uh, yeah. I just want to mention um, Diane Feinstein. Oh um, yes, yeah, the California away. senator passed away at ninety. With uh, a big port- and- with a big portfolio. <laughs> I just um, need <laughs> Governor oh. Newsom appointed the only black woman woman to the Senate in her interim. Um, her name is LaFonza Butler. I'm She's an advisor of Kamala uh, Harris, and we're excited to have her. So mm-hmm. I just need to know when they come in for Mitch. That Jason, before I was even on the net, Jason called me. He was like, Diane Feinstein died. I was like, so we could just get Mitch. He was, he started laughing. He was like, I've never seen somebody wait for somebody to die. As much as you are waiting on Mitch McConnell to die. I was like, it's time. It is time. It's time. It's time it for him to go. Nigga be just, nigga just be short circuiting, like just straight up. Just get him up, please. Jesus. So sad. I do not feel bad about anxiously awaiting this nigga's death either. I, no, will fuck not, no, fuck I will not feel bad about celebrating his death. I will not feel bad about speaking ill of him after he dies. Fuck him. I just need everybody to be clear on that. You shouldn't speak ill of that. Why? Why not? Why shots, not? Shots I just think it's wildly selfish to be working in the Senate, making these decisions for people, and you about to clock out. Think, also knowing think, that you don't have all your faculties. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I think and I think that that goes across the board. And I think that this is something yeah. that we're obviously seeing um, in various capacities of government. Um, and it, def- it definitely needs to be addressed. It, it's, it's definitely selfish. It's definitely ridiculous. And, um, you know. I mean, now, you know, look, I mean, her family, I'm sure, you know, they, they're, they're reeling, you know, 90 is a hell of a run. Um, if you can get, if you can get to 90, you've definitely done some things in your life. God bless. Um, I'm not a hundred, you know, I'm not super political. I can't run down her 50, 60 years or whatever it is she's put into, um, her political career. But, um, you know, I mean, yeah, I just think wanna... it's it's tarnishing whatever legacy you tried to build in your previous forty years. Yeah, like RBG, like why mm-hmm. are you holding on to this seat when we can make a difference nigga. here? Right? Yeah, look, like look, that. Look, look. And you got an out, and you yeah. got an out. Yeah, I think yeah. that legislation needs to be drafted. That like, if you're not even in charge of your own medical decisions. You yeah, cannot you work go. here. You got to go. And I mean, that's my thing. Because people said, yeah, somebody, I saw somebody say it was ableist 
I saw somebody say it was ableist for us to say that like McConnell and Feinstein should not be working. But to your point, literally, if somebody else has to make your decisions in life, how are you making yeah. okay. decisions for, for entire populations to be like, wow. <laughs> yeah. how Why are you ordering this? for the table? And then, 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 I'm, then, then guess what? <laughs> then I'm ableist. And now what? Yeah. Like yeah. it's a lot. That's a ridiculous. That's a ridiculous stance. That's a ridiculous stance. Like these but, people are responsible for for fucking laws, policies. Yeah, they literally wheeling her up in a wheelchair and like. Not, you know? is, I do not believe it's ableist to uh, to say yeah. you should have your full mental, not physical is not. Yeah, you should have your full mental faculties about you. You should have your full cognition available. To I need you to know whether or not you eat cottage cheese or green jello cup. That's <laughs> not <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Like, nigga, I want to wake up every morning. I want somebody to drill you on what day it is. Who's the president? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that just, I think it's, I think it's the, the basics. The basics. You gotta know where you are, B. You don't yeah. know where you are? The basics. Yeah, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's happening right now. I'm, I'm, I'm out here. But you vote no against Medicaid expenses. Exactly. I don't think it's able to ask. And that's one thing that bothers me. People are asking, like, it is unreasonable to expect a very high standard from people who are in leadership. And I don't know where we, when we got there, like, niggas, leader, like, leadership is different for a reason. Like, yes, the standards are supposed to be exceptionally higher. You know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah, and and there's supposed to be less room. For for fallacy, like I don't understand what's wrong with that. Why is that a bad thing to be like? Nah, if you're in leadership, I need you to be operating it. Because I feel the same way. Listen, I'm glad Biden's in office because he was the best choice out of the three old white niggas that we had. I would yeah. much prefer to be someone. But there's some there's some going on. Have one some, of these octogenarians. I would rather it be his. But there's some also going. I don't know what it is, and maybe I'm being conspiracy theorist, but I think there's something to be said. Something happening to be said for the amount of energy and um, airplay that Gavin Newsom is getting. There's something happening, like they're trying to set him up for next. next. No, but I'm wondering if they're trying to set him up for 24. Almost. Oh, he's too early for 24. That he's too early for 24. They put him up. They put him. Oh, he's definitely set him up for 28. 28. But they're they're setting him up for 28. But it's got to start then. And it's been, it's been, he's been on the radar. It's too early for him to do 24. But they are trying to put him in place for 28 for sure. But it, but that starts now. It starts the, it starts the election cycle before they're trying to put him in place for 28 you don't you don't wait until that election cycle you gotta start earlier maybe don't think joe gonna make it all four and gavin i mean but if joe has to make it all four kamala steps up with yeah but then gavin gavin might be the vice i don't know something's happening something's happening no but anyway we're gonna wrap it up on that note peace to diane feinstein you want to see a little bit about her and of course it's fictionalized but watch the movie milk um, because she is one of the main characters. She's one of the people who helped get, get Harvey Milk um, elected in San Francisco, and that kind of st- that kind of started her political career in, in the early seventies. Um, so yeah, but uh, that's it. We're wrapping it up. We made it for you on a Monday. Amen. Peace to all the believers. I gotta go. I gotta go wash the makeup off my face from last night. Now. Right. Peace to all the believers. <laughs> Oh God! Alright, y'all. You see all like that. All little scales or whatever. Alright, later. Later. And that's what's popping in the world of entertainment. Thank you for listening to the Pop Life Podcast with Jeffrey, Naima, and Sean. 
Want to be a part of the show? We've got three ways you can get involved. Like us on Facebook. Send us your burning questions to poplifepodcast at gmail.com. And follow us on Twitter at poplifepodcast.com. 